0: Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming horse market in China, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Jojo Wang from Shanghai and Hong Kong, introducing China to the world. Hi Jojo, how are you? How's it going? I'm doing well. How about you? Well, you know, everyone is stressed by the lockdown in Shanghai and the intensive prevention measures put in place by the Chinese government. Many major events have been postponed or cancelled, including the Hangzhou Asian Games and Chengdu World University Games Summer. Even the Asian Football Cup in 2023 has been forced to change host country.
1: China's zero-COVID policy makes travel across the province of China become challenging. Not even mentioned international travel. Sports event organizers have to comply with very strict prevention imposed
0: by the local government. Our industry is also affected. Every year in May, it should be a very busy season for Yulong. But this year, things have changed. Let's see what happened in today's China news. We introduced Yulong Spring Auction in Season 2, Episode 36. The
1: auction was scheduled in May 13. Yulong announced the cancellation three days before the auction because many horse owners could not travel to Yulong for auction and the races. At the same time, Yulong tries to move the auction online but finally abandoned the idea.
0: For this auction, Yulong has imported 75 thoroughbreds from Ireland a few weeks ago. We've talked about that in Season 2, Episode 37. In total, 121 thoroughbreds were for sales. It is a pity that the auction did not take place, but owners can still make private purchase on the catalogue.
1: On the other hand, the race meeting following the spring auction day has been
0: completed. Only professionals will present without owners and public audience. Six races has been held on the 14th of May. Four of them were reserved to local breed thoroughbreds. The total price money of the day reached 720,000 RMB. The horse name blockchain wants the Group B race of the China Horse Owner
1: Alliance Prize, And the horse is owned by the syndicate named Daluma Horse Owner Club. We will get to know more about it in today's
0: China Club session. Daluma Horse Owners Club was founded okay. in 2018 by Daluma which is one of the biggest equine medias in China. It aims to provide opportunities to racing enthusiasts to invest in horse shares with a small entrance ticket.
1: The club claims they have over 100 members and manage over 10 million RMB investment. Some celebrity horse owners such as comedian Yu Tian and actor Wu Jing own shares of the club's horses in 2022. 10 club horses are listed, among which 5 still have
0: available shares. It is a nice try to attract new owners via syndicate. We'll keep a close eye on the future development of the club.
1: Yes, and Yulung Race Meeting has been live-streamed on the Yulung's WeChat video account,
0: allowing horse owner and race enthusiasts to follow the races. Well, I have to say it is the bright side of covid people are getting used to digital platforms and have more time to consume digital content about horses. So true. We are so delighted that the podcast series The Sports of
1: Kings by GBRI has reached 10,000 listens on Shimalaya podcast
0: platform. We have customized this podcast series for GBRI to promote the British racing in China. Seven guest speakers have shared their stories and experiences relating to racing in Britain in this podcast. And the podcast
1: was recorded in Chinese for the Chinese audience. Some listener in Shanghai and Beijing sent us a message saying that podcast gave them some company during the lockdown time. It was sweet.
0: Totally. When the physical events become challenging, the digital revolution for the equine market is taking place in China. The market will not be completely stopped by the COVID but switch to another direction in a different way. For sure. Zoe, the Honorable Harry Hobbit has made a
1: special note to the GBRI podcast. He is an important figure of British racing. His company, High Brad Racing, has been established for
0: 30 years now. Yes, very impressive. He's also mentioned that they offer opportunities for investors to join a racing syndicate and enjoy the racing experience with a relatively inexpensive cost. This is very compelling for potential Chinese racing investors and owners. In today's China Stories Session, let's listen to Harry's
1: message to Chinese horse owners and lovers.
0: Harry, how are you?
2: Hi, I'm very well, thank you. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast.
0: Thank you for joining us in the podcast. Harry, you know, a few years ago, the UK television show Downtown Abbey has been a phenomenal success in China, with over 160 million viewers watching the series. Chinese Hmm. people are so obsessed with British culture and the historical heritage. Harry, you were born in the Highclere Castle, which was used as the main filming location for Downton Abbey. How it looks like to grow up in such a magnificent landmark and be part of the British history and why the tradition is so important to Britain and to British people?
2: Oh, what a great question. It was amazing um, growing up on the Highclere estate. When I was young, my grandfather, the sixth Earl of Carnarvon, he lived in the castle my father and I—we were living in another beautiful house on the estate, and it, it is the most phenomenal castle. It is, as you see it on Downton, it's very much a home. My brother and sister-in-law now live there. It has great history. My great-grandfather discovered the tomb of Tutankhamun in Egypt. He was a sort of Indiana Jones of his day. So, um, you know, we grew up with this wonderful history, and of course, part of that history which is such an important part of Highclere, was my great-grandfather's foundation of Highclere stud in the late 1800s, and it became, of course, one of the great stud farms in England, and uh, visited, indeed, by the Dynasty Club members only recently. So horses have been very much a part of life at Highclere, and racehorses have been a huge part of my life for um, well over 30 years. I think we've been very fortunate that this great sport is known as the sport of kings. And of course, over for the last many years, the sport of queens, because current Queen Elizabeth, it is her absolute passion. I've been very privileged, grown up knowing Her Majesty the Queen very well. My father was one of her best friends for many, many years, and he was also her racing manager. And so he looked after her horses and spoke to the Queen pretty much on a daily basis, which shows how much her horses mean to her. My brother-in-law, John Warren, he now looks after the Queen's horses. But it's the royal family that have been the central sort of magnet, if you like, for folks in this country and indeed around the world to come to Britain, to race in Britain, and race for these very historic, prestigious prizes. Now, of course, Royal Ascot is one of the best-known race meetings. if not the best-known race meeting in the world, where the men wear top hat and tails, the ladies wear the finest fashion. And Her Majesty the Queen comes down the race course in her carriage, and with other carriages um, following on behind. This is what we all aspire to, you know, to be alongside the queen in the paddock, to compete against her and other international players. So I think the history, the tradition of racing in this country is what draws people from all over the world to come here and to experience what racing has to offer. And this is over 300 years our sport has been going in this country. So it's an extraordinary tradition, much loved, and very much something that we all protect ferociously here in Britain.
0: For sure. And this year is a very special year for Britain because it marks the Platinum Jubilee of Her Majesty the Queen. So you said that the horse racing is absolutely her passion of life. And it's no doubt the Queen is the best patron of British racing.
2: She very much is. As I say, it is her great love with my brother in law. You know, she will be doing the matings for her mares, where the offspring won't be running for another three or four years. <laughs> you know, when you just had your 96th birthday, it's the most yeah. marvelous thing to be planning, you know, her clots for when she may be 100, um, God willing. So, yeah, just like my father um, did before my brother in law, John Warren, um, you know, John speaks to her pretty much every day about her horses.
1: British racing is also very important on the international stage. Many foreign players set their headquarters in the UK to breed and race. Harry, from your experience, why British racing is
2: so unique? I think it's because the best horses are bred here and in Ireland. And I think these very wealthy people want to race is here in Britain. Because for the reasons I said, the tradition of the races, the variety of British race courses, the big festival meetings here, um, such as our two thousand guineas festival next weekend, Derby and Oaks at Eptham on a you know, a very unique course with the Queen present this year, of course, in her Jubilee celebration, she will be there, God willing, at the Derby on the first Saturday in June. And then only a matter of a couple of weeks later, the five days of Royal Ascot. And that's followed by, you know, more festival meetings. Glorious Goodwood in Sussex, one of the most beautiful race in the world. And then on to York for another festival meeting. You know, these are the places where everybody, owners and trainers and breeders, anyone involved with the thoroughbred racehorse wants to have a runner. And that's why we all head off to the, the various yearling sales or two-year-old sales, known as breeze-ups, which are just happening at the moment. That's why we go every year to try and source the horses that we hope will be able to compete at these festival meetings. And that's something, certainly, that I do with my business, Highclere Thoroughbred Racing, where we've been fortunate over 30 years. It's our 30th anniversary this year, and we've we've raced seven European champions, a world champion. Arby winner and many, many others. And this year, we've got uh, runners in the classics coming up next weekend in Royal Patronage in the 2,000 guineas, cachet. who's just won one of the big 1,000 guineas trials. She runs in the 1,000 guineas. So... You know, we, we are, we're an operation that allows, gets people into this great sport of ours relatively inexpensively. Um, what we aspire to is enabling folks by sharing racehorses um, to compete at the very highest level. So yes, I can't believe it. it's 30 years since I started high Aerobit Racing, but it's certainly been a, a wonderful journey and continues to be as this year, I think we've probably got the best group of horses that we've ever had.
1: There is no doubt the influence of British racing is also growing in the emerging Chinese racing market. More Chinese horse owners and potential participants are eager to get access or knowledge of racing, especially looking for inspiration from Britain's rich experience. So in this context, the Dynasty Racing Club was born, and the club was established by the UK and Chinese enthusiasts and supported by GBRI. You are the president of the club since the very beginning can you tell us more about the club and the objectives
2: well it's a great honor for me to have been asked to be president of Dynasty Racing Club as soon as I heard about it from Amanda and the GBI team I was immediately interested this is a fantastic racing club it's a wonderful opportunity to see everything that is great about British racing in this country and to really if you like, You know, to get into the pit lane, to use a Formula One expression, to see behind the scenes, to have access that no one else has or very few people have access to. And that is from the best trainer's yard to the best stud farms. It's going to Royal Ascot and having an experience which absolutely treats you as though you've got a horse running on the day. And this year alone, it's on Ladies' Day on the Thursday with um, you know, wonderful facilities and an opportunity as well to go into the parade ring. Who knows who you're gonna see in the parade ring, possibly Her Majesty the Queen, Middle Eastern rulers, and I hope you'll see me with my high clear owners as well. But you know, this access and this ability for the Dynasty Racing Club members to have an introduction that is meaningful. This isn't some sort of, you know, gimmicky club. This is a club That is right at the forefront of access to British racing. So we're really excited about it. I mean, you know, every time we talk about it and we think of where members of the club would want to go and visit, you know, we realize we're all in a very privileged position um, here with GBRI and, you know, the doors they open, myself. So we know that any member of the Dynasty Racing Club will be given an absolutely fantastic five-star membership that gives access to all that is great about british racing and british society
1: harry our conversation with you today marks the end of this podcast series and this is the first episode launched by the foreign racing organization in china many listeners in China have been following us through the series with the growing interest in British racing. So before we go, do you have any words to our listeners?
2: I do hope that you'll get involved. I hope that you'll become a member um, of this great racing club, the Dynasty Racing Club, and certainly all of us here in Britain and in British racing really look forward to welcoming you to all that is great about our sport. So much to see. There are so many amazing people to meet. But the real stars of the show are, of course, the thoroughbred horses. And when you get up close to a thoroughbred racehorse and you see the beauty of the animal, the historic places where they're trained, and then that amazing sort of feeling when you go to these places like Royal Ascot and Glorious Goodwood, and actually see the horses in full flow, then that I know, I have no question at all, will be something so special to you, an utterly memorable experience that I hope will stay with you.
0: What an amazing speech delivered by the Honourable Harry Herbert. He is the president of Dynasty Racing Club dedicated to Chinese horse lovers in the UK and supported by GBRI. We're
1: glad to assist GBRI to launch this initiative towards the Chinese market. When the world has all eyes on China, we will be your best local partner to help you penetrate the market with our insights and resources.
0: Yes, and the market is here. Never stop it by the COVID. Take the first step and stay ahead in Chinese acquire market by subscribing to our weekly podcast and connect to the decision-makers by attending our monthly webinar.
1: You can also write to us at contact at and tell us about your project for China.
0: All right, that's all for today. Have a nice week ahead. You too. Take care. Bye. This podcast is co-hosting by Zoe King and Jojo Wang. Powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equine community in China.